Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy, and I am your host, Nancy Hugo. Today is June 11th. Boy, this time is going by very fast. Well, we have a special guest today. Aaron Cash is Garage Living's president and co-founder. He is sitting in Canada somewhere while we're doing this podcast, and I'm excited to have Aaron on so we can talk about how you can turn your garage into something more than a garage. Hey, Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Thanks for having me, Nancy. And sorry, I just called you Adam. We know it's Aaron. So let's get started. Where did you get the idea of organizing a garage and turning it into a business and more so a franchise? Absolutely. So our history is really interesting. Uh, I graduated from college and really wanted to get into an entrepreneurial venture. I had some uh, classmates that uh, we we agreed on uh, pursuing something. We didn't know exactly what. And one of my classmates had a contact in the Chicago area who owned a metal fabrication business. And so we took a little road trip and explored what he was doing. Uh, This gentleman was also a uh, former executive of uh, a consumer products company and so was really interested in the whole trend of home improvement organization. HGTV was really at its peak at the time and a number of other companies had sort of begun to explore the garage space. And so this gentleman felt, well, I can make cabinets and I can I can produce products, so I'm going to create my own line. And with that connection, we said, well, we want to distribute this product. This sounds awesome. And got exposure to the entire category, which was really in its infancy and still remains quite uh, quite young after all this time. And so we returned to Canada, as you mentioned. We're located just outside of Toronto and began to explore how to distribute a product in in the garage category. I'm sorry, are the products mainly cabinetry for garages? Um, So that's how we started in terms of really what gave us the exposure to the category. Mm -hmm. But our company does pretty much everything you would need to complete a garage space as we know it today. Well, how long have you been doing this for? We started our business in 2005. Okay, so that's um, quite a we're long in, time. Yeah, we're 18 years now. <laughs> yeah. And so I understand that you're franchising. How many yeah. franchises do you have? We have 43 franchise territories. Uh, that includes um, a number of, uh, mostly in the U.S., but we also cover uh, most of Western and Central Canada. And uh, yeah, all of our franchisees um, work with homeowners directly to understand what their needs are, uh, come up with a plan that addresses those those needs and their vision for the space, and then execute upon that plan. Wow, I didn't realize you had 43. You're a busy guy. Yeah, we we are are quite busy and uh, really passionate about what we do, so we're excited. Great. So what is the most common reason for people reaching out to one of the franchises and doing their garage? So it's all part of the trend or or change in perception of the garage space. So traditionally, the garage space has been for parking, it's been for storage, and perhaps it's been for hobbies. But overall, it's, it was seen as a dumping ground for everything that wouldn't fit inside the home. 
And, and that perception has changed. And I like to think that uh, we've pioneered this category and, and are helping to change general perception of the garage. But the reason people call us is that they think that this space, and we believe it, uh, so we're, we're eager to help them, has a lot more value than it does in an unfinished state. So they may have a specific need in mind in terms of finishing the floor or adding storage or requiring um, a specific uh, system in order to, you know, have hobbies or a space that they want to work out in. It, it really it really runs the gamut in terms of their lifestyle. But overall, the common theme is people say, this is an unfinished space in my home. I come in and out of this this uh, this space every day as I, I enter and exit my home. I want it to be an extension of the interior of my home, and I really want it to suit my lifestyle. And we love hearing that because we're able to help them achieve it. Do a lot of people come to you without an idea? In other words, some people might say, well, we want to turn it into a living space for the kids, a playroom, um, a workshop, a media room. What if they say, okay, you give me the idea. This is my messy garage. I got tons of garbage that I don't know what to do with. So do you go in there and with a lot of ideas, how do you go about that? Yeah, it really works both ways. Oftentimes we'll get clients that call us and say, this is the purpose that I, I have in mind, or this is what I'm thinking. And we work with that. And other times they come to us and say, I really don't know what I'm going to use the space for exactly beyond what you traditionally want to use the garage space for, but I know I need it to be finished in order to do that. And that's really what we do. Uh, on our website, you may have seen some of the galleries. There's you know people that have full home gyms set up in there. There's people that have uh, play spaces for their children or teenagers, or they may have a TV set up to watch a big game. Other people, uh, you know, have a hobby that maybe they work on a car or a motorcycle or, or road or mountain bikes. Yeah. And so we can accommodate any one of those activities or any one of those lifestyles. It really is just about creating the space that they can do that. in, yeah. And that's really what we come in and yeah. do. Well, actually, just about every house I know has a garage or a double garage or sometimes a triple garage. And you you see these new construction homes where they call that extra room a bonus room. So you're actually creating a bonus room. It can be, absolutely. Once it's finished, um, whether it's with our flooring, a uh, combination of our organizational solutions, cabinetry, it does become a bonus room. And so it's not necessarily just for parking, just for garbage, just for storage. It can be whatever you want it to be as long as it's complete and ready to use for that purpose. Yeah. Well, they're already paying, um, I guess, the taxes on that square footage. They might as well turn it into a space that they can use all the time. Absolutely. And that's what we're seeing. I mean, people are looking to improve their space and maximize every square foot before they determine that they have to move in order to increase the size of their home. Did you ever add a working kitchen in a garage? So we have definitely accommodated cabinetry so that someone can have a sink. Um, elements for cooking and, and perhaps, uh, you know, an oven and things like that typically are not part of the garage mm -hmm. space. That's got to meet code. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So you have to have the proper ventilation and you have to need, um, you know, all sorts of the utilities in order to do that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it is possible. It's just a matter of getting proper permits. It's typically I, not part of our project. Though. I should have said not adding a kitchen, but adding a um, more like a wet bar, a sink, under counter refrigerator, a place where they can go to for beverages, maybe washing their hands, getting a drink of water. So that's always a plus in a bonus room. It is. And that's much more common. The only thing with a sink is you need the proper utilities. So you'd need the supply of, of water, obviously, and then the drain. And oftentimes there is ways to connect it to the inside of the house, uh, especially if uh, there's a crawl space in the home, depending on the construction or a basement. Uh, but we would require uh, professionals in order to come in and assist us with getting those uh, utilities in place before we install anything. Yeah. Well, I would say most of the houses that I go into to, they usually have a laundry room around the garage, and so you've got water access there. So that would be, and I'm sure you know this, but for the people listening, you can. There's nothing that you can't do or can't accomplish. It only takes money. Money and, and effort really just uh, you know it takes vision. It's it's also um, you know the will. The one thing that's great about the garage space though is that. You know, beyond uh, beyond money, it's it's really just having an understanding of what you want to do with the space, sure. uh, because it doesn't have to be an elaborate, expensive project. And even as you compare it to other projects within the home, uh, finishing the garage is relatively inexpensive. If you compare it to kitchens or bathrooms, basements, uh, outdoor living spaces, it, it's very affordable uh, uh, on a square foot basis. So it has a lot of value. Well, I was going to talk about Monogram Appliances since I brought up under-counter refrigerators. So Monogram sponsors this podcast, and so I thought I would talk about their appliances that have a brain. They have smart appliances, and that goes along with their smart HQ app. So if you're into needing new appliances, or if you're going to remodel, or you're going to do your garage and you need an under-counter refrigerator, you got to check out Monogram. They have a lot of new appliances. I was at KBiz a couple of months ago. They're introducing a lot of new stuff. So go on to their website, monogram.com, to learn more about their appliances. And also, if you do have a showroom near you, I suggest that you visit them and see and touch and feel. And possibly if it's a working appliance, you can try it out. So check monogram.com. Okay, back to those garages. I'm loving this idea. Have you ever done, and I'm sure the answer is yes, have you done man caves in the garage? We have. One of the things that's unique, I think, about our business is that we don't particularly like the word man cave because it's typically very um, masculine and, and can be somewhat of a turnoff to half the population that, that we service. So rather than focusing our marketing on, on that one particular element, we do a lot of uh, our marketing and our lot of our creative work on the space as a um, an extension of the home for the entire family. If that family decides that this is, you know, um, one individual uh, is in the uh, space in the household and and that's the man cave for for uh, one person to sort of make their own, that's fantastic. That's great, um, but. It's uh, it generally speaking isn't how we position our business and what we do for our clients. 
But as I said before, the space can be whatever the homeowner wants. If that person has that man cave mentality in mind and that's their vision, fantastic. We just create the environment for them to then add elements in in order to have that space. Yeah. I've done a couple of garages where they're considered man caves because a lot of men have said, well, my wife has the whole house, so I want a little space for me. And it turns out to be this luxurious play space, you know, and I don't have to tell you, they've got the widescreen TV, they show off their collector car or their motorcycle, and they have their um, their pool table, you know. So what is the most unusual request you've had? So I would say the most unusual request we have is for specific car washing equipment. So in really? a large garage space, people are interested in how they can create a space or create an area. And this would be in larger garages, of course, yeah. where they can have equipment to wash a car and it, it, even automated equipment. Um, and it's very rare and it's it's quite costly, but there are uh, systems that can be installed in order to do that. And it would take someone who really values having a clean car all the time, <clears throat> excuse me, in order to uh, require that. But we've had those requests uh, from time to time. And uh, other times we've had requests for people to put in a bar of sorts in order to entertain, which is unique. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's uh, they're always interesting. And at the same time, one of the things that we always stress to our clients is make sure that this space is being finished in a way that thinks about the future. So don't do anything that really is going to make it a unique space that can't be changed down the road because people's lifestyles and their needs constantly change, especially families with younger children. They will have a whole setup that's unique to re their requirements for strollers and, and larger toys and things like that. And quickly, you know, you don't need strollers anymore as the children grow and you don't need these toys and maybe you now move into more bicycles and things like that. Or maybe so wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. But but uh, realistically, it's a possible, you know, it's possible. And so we always stress to our clients, like, think about what you may need down the road and don't make this so unique that you can't change it, especially because. If you do decide to sell your home and, and you've built this bar and, and, and something really unique in, in the garage and and a, a homeowner comes in or a potential homeowner comes in and says, well, ugh, i got to rip this all out now before I, I can use it as a, as a garage space again, that may not be uh, value added. So all of the projects we do, even the one that's in my background, again, your, your listeners can't see that, but it, it's multifunctional. Well, I'm going to describe that background because it's really cute. And you have a car there that matches the color scheme of the cabinets. I don't know. People do that. But you've well, got the, car, the, the cars are our models. Uh, well, you've got the back uh, wall with it looks like white cabinets trimmed with a dark gray. You've got a, uh, a flat screen TV in your upper cabinets. I'm not sure if you have a sink there. And then you have this beautiful gray light gray or white car and the floor looks like an epoxy gray is that right yeah so our our product that we use on our flooring is a product called Floortex, um and it's exclusive proprietary to garage living um like an epoxy but it's a different chemical composition that's more suited to the garage environment and then the changing elements that we would experience in a typical garage 
I'm still hanging on to that car wash. You know, I can't imagine once you're washing your cars, you've got splash and everything all over, unless you put a plastic guard up or something. I don't know. Again, these would be much larger garage spaces that uh, would be part of a much larger home. So they can be spaces that are sort of uh, walled off from the rest of the garage space. Or yes, we've actually had people... ask us to, to to source that type of industrial type curtain in order to uh, cordon off the space so that they can wash their car. Yeah, like a huge shower curtain. Exactly, yeah. What is the largest garage that you've ever converted? So we worked on a project, I can, I can remember it now, that had two separate garages on either side of the house. They bookcased the house and each was 4,000 square feet. And so... The combined garage space was bigger than the house by about 2,000 feet. So there was more garage space. Uh, one was on one side was a what they called their everyday garage for for cars that they drove every day. Um, this couple they were empty nesters and they built this house to to live in and retire in. And so this is where. They had, it was on a fairly large estate property. They had, you know, a lawn tractor and they had their daily drivers and they had a golf cart in there. And on the other side, it was dedicated solely to this gentleman's uh, muscle car collection. And so those were combined, like I said, there was about 8,000 square feet of garage space and the house was about 6,000 feet. So it was it was really interesting, but uh, it was designed for for them. And uh, I believe to this day, they, they still quite enjoy it. And that's not your average person. No, but uh, fantastic client. Yeah. Um, so going back to, I don't want to say a man cave, but going back to your typical garage remodel, yeah. say it's a two-car garage, <clears throat> maybe they want to use half for an, a remodel and then keep their beautiful car on the other side. What is the average cost? Now, I know that might not be a fair question, but just to give the listeners an idea. Sure. So the cost of doing projects with garage living, garage living, excuse me, uh, vary. And I'll give you some ranges because I think that that helps put it in into context. We do projects that are more just organizers and uh, storage that could start at around $2,500. And then we do more full scope projects like our what we call our full transformation that typically range between ten and fifteen thousand dollars. And if you're talking about a double car garage, that would include the floor application, uh, organizational products, and some cabinetry. And then as the space grows and as the uh, amount of product and, and service that we provide grows, that average project can easily grow from the fifteen thousand dollar mark to twenty five, and then the sky's really the limit. We can get projects into the, you know, well over $100,000 as as they become more complex and uh, larger scale and unique and uh, definitely um, would fit someone's unique taste and, and lifestyle like we talked about. Yeah. Now, if somebody wanted air conditioning in their garage and, you know, as you know, I live in Phoenix. And so you really don't go into the garage half the year. It's like a hot box. So you need to bring in HVAC. And so if they wanted that, how do you accommodate them? Sure. So. It's, what's interesting is that you're based in Phoenix where you would require air conditioning in the garage. I'm based in Toronto where half the year we would require heating in the garage. 
but essentially it's the same. We need climate right. control and only, you know, in some unique, unique environments, it would probably be comfortable year round. But most often it's it's either one or the other. You need either heating or air conditioning. And so we work with um, licensed uh, tradespeople to uh, come in, determine the best way to install either a heater or an air conditioner, or sometimes they do a heat pump, which does both, and really come up with a solution that's both uh, properly sized for the garage space and uh, relatively easy to add without uh, any sort of major construction. And uh, yeah, it's all doable. And a lot of times it's it's much less complicated than perhaps the interior of the home because they have exterior walls. And a lot of time, if they're doing natural gas, those are easily accessible from the exterior walls. But regardless of what the requirement is, whether it's heating, air conditioning, uh, we bring in the people that uh, know that business, have all of their licenses and certifications in order to uh, help us uh, walk the client through what would be best for their environment, and then ensure that the job is done properly and warrantied and and all done to code. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine if they wanted to add a bathroom, you'd have to get the same not the same people, but you get the licensed plumbers and those people who can then add a bathroom. It's always nice to have like a half bath in the garage if they're going to use it for whatever, uh, entertainment, uh, exercise, whatever. Yeah, that that has been very uncommon in most of the projects that we've done. Uh, I've seen very few um physical uh, or, or, you know, full washrooms or bathrooms in the garage space, but it is possible. Um, that type of work would likely require more permitting uh, in terms of drain work and, and supply lines and venting, uh, but it's not, everything's possible. It's just a matter of determining how to get it done and making sure that it's done properly. Yeah. And uh, then also, you know, determining with the homeowner is if this makes sense, you know, within that space. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about Studio 41 right now. Um, they also sponsor me, and I've got to give a shout out to them because they have beautiful showrooms. Now, they have 13 showrooms in Illinois, and I'm in Scottsdale area. So I use their one flagship showroom, which is my source for all of my plumbing needs for bathroom and kitchens. They also have cabinetry and countertops, and they also have the most wonderful selection of uh, cabinet hardware. Over a thousand. I mean, I've never counted, but usually when I go in there with a client, they're overwhelmed. Gorgeous showrooms. So if you want to check out Studio 41, you have to go on their website, shopstudio41.com. You can also go on their website and they can uh, deliver. They will ship the product so you can order from their showroom, from their website. And so check it out. I love the showroom. Okay, here's my one last question, Adam. Adam, why do I keep calling you Adam? It's Aaron, people. Okay, what does your garage look like? So we live in, in Midtown. Uh, we have a garage that's actually, as it's part of the basement. So our, we have a sloped driveway into the garage at the front of our house. Probably not common where you're from, but quite common in, in the... Um, northern part of, of the U.S. and Canada. And so the garage is actually quite uh, tight. It's about, it's just under 20 feet wide by just under 20 feet deep. And so it's 
incredibly efficient, but it's not an overly large space. We have um, cabinetry at the back that holds a lot of our different belongings, whether it's tools, sports equipment, things like that. We have wall organizers uh, along the side walls, and we have a completely finished floor. Uh, but it is sufficient to hold both of our vehicles at all times and have uh, space that we can use when the cars aren't in there, whether that's to uh, do a home improvement project or uh, do some you know, light repairs or cleaning to, to the kids' bikes and things like that. So it's not a large space, um, but it's really well finished and it is incredibly efficient. Sounds like it. So you have a garage sloping down. And so our your garage drive. is actually under your first floor. That's right. Our, okay. our driveway slopes down into the garage, um, and uh, we have an entrance on the side of the garage into the basement. So that must be a lot of fun when you have snow. It's quite interesting to get out of the garage when we've had a foot of snow fall overnight. Yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, we don't have that problem. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like you have a very functional garage. So I'm going to tell people to, um, first of all, we want to mention your website so that they can go on to that. Is it garageliving.com? It is. And you said you had 43 franchises. So if they're living in an area where they're wondering if they do have a franchise in that area, do you have the franchise locations listed on your website? Yes, there's a locations button on our website. And then there's also a search tool. So if you can enter your zip code or postal code into the uh, search bar, we, we can provide you with the nearest location. That sounds good. I'm so glad I learned about you. I mean, I didn't know that there were companies who, like you, who franchise all over the country. Do you have any in Europe? Not yet in Europe. We're working on uh, expansion into Australia, wow. which is exciting because uh, it's very similar um, housing to to North America. And uh, yeah, we're excited to to really expand throughout uh, the U.S. and Canada so that we can service everybody. Wow. Well, I wish you a lot of luck. This is a great idea. And it sounds like you're definitely uh, successful and you're going to be more successful as time goes on, because I think people are starting to realize that the garage doesn't have to be a, um, a hoarder's paradise. Uh, can we say that? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, so the, the garage doesn't have to be uh, a dumping ground. It doesn't have to be dusty and dirty and dark. It can be clutter-free. It can be clean. It can be bright. And it can be welcoming. Yeah. So that when you arrive home and you open that door, you do not feel uh, that overwhelming sense of stress that you'd hope to leave behind from your entire day. You arrive home and it's uh, a welcoming enjoyable experience to get out of your car and uh, enter your house and feel like this space uh, is is relaxing and refreshing and, and one you enjoy. And also part of the house. I mean, if you've got a beautiful house, why go through a crummy garage to get into your beautiful house? Exactly. Start at the garage door, right? Well, this has been fun. I uh, hope Not everybody... Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for being there. I hope you... Uh, Everybody enjoyed today's show, and please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And there's a lot of those platforms, 28 to be exact. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Why keep this a secret? Aaron has a great idea. He does great work. And if you have a friend or a neighbor who needs a garage makeover, well, you know who to call. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, nancyhugo.com. 
And if you have any questions for me or for Aaron, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. If you want to see Aaron's website again, it's garageliving.com. Thank you again, Aaron, for being here. And stay safe, everybody, and have a great day. Take care. You too.